Welcome back to the All Things Reality Podcast, where we talk all things competitive reality TV, including Big Brother, Survivor, The Challenge, and more. My name's Champagne, and I'm joined with my co-host, Laith, and we are back with another Challenge Double Agents recap and review for episode 13. So this week's episode, we saw a pretty crazy daily challenge that ran through the night, followed by a lot of people kind of bullying Anissa in a way. Honestly, a pretty overall underwhelming episode, I'd say. Only an hour long, a lot shorter than the usual episodes. But so, Champagne, let's get started on our recap. So how did this episode start out? So we were left with another cliffhanger on last week's episode. So we started with the daily challenge. And let me just say, I have never seen a daily challenge like this. I think this had so much potential. I thought that this was such an amazing concept. And honestly, I was so, so disappointed that it seemed like nobody was giving an effort. That whole entire time, it was just two teams going at it. And I was really disappointed. Yeah, I don't. I really don't understand because I mean, how many teams are left now? I don't really even like six, um, give or take six, seven. I don't get why. Why was it only between two people, two teams, and it wasn't even really that close. I think they just edited it to make it seem a little bit closer. Like Casey and Leroy blew everyone out of the water all over an eating challenge. I mean. Maybe as a former fat person, like, I just would feel like I could dominate this kind of challenge. But, like, Leith. <laughs> but like, I don't understand why they struggled so much. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you have your chance to get some power in this game, and all you have to do is eat a bull testicle and drink some, some cheese juice. Like, I hate cheese. I'm an anti-dairy person. I am not a vegan, but I try to <laughs> find meat and dairy substitutes because I don't like them. But... I would have drank that cheese. Like, Corey said how the cheese juice tasted good. Like, at least Corey, he was throwing up all over the place, but he was trying. Like, he was trying. And it makes me so mad that, like, people just aren't trying because if I was on one of these shows, like, as a fan, and I know all fans around the world see this, they would do everything they could to be in that position, and they just kind of, like, forget that, I guess, and they just don't really put their all into it. I don't know. I I agree, and honestly... I, <laughs> you talked about like being a non-dairy or like stuff like that. I actually have a ton of allergies. I am literally allergic to freaking gluten. I'm allergic to dairy. I'm allergic to soy and peanuts. But when a million dollars is on the line, you betcha I am going to be eating that as if it is the best the best meal I've ever exactly. had. Like, are you kidding me? Mm, I would kill to eat some cheese juice, to drink some cheese juice right now. I would, for a million dollars? And honestly, like, I was like, CT's a beast. He, any challenge doing with food, CT is a beast. So I immediately was like, oh, CT's gonna kill this. And honestly, Cam just didn't do anything. Cam literally almost forfeited this challenge. So then Leroy could get this win and even Darrell was like yeah I feel really comfortable yeah Darrell and Amber did nothing Darrell and Amber just sat there I don't get it like it's so frustrating to watch like obviously it's easy for me to say because I wasn't the one eating the bull testicle and whatever else they had to eat but it's like I just don't get how it was like that and we saw that CT was saying he kind of regretted picking Cam which is kind of a shocker that no one expected. He made such a big deal that whole episode was last episode was revolving around how he backstabbed Big T and now he's saying he regrets it now you want to say that you want Big T back because Big T is a hustler. She might not be the biggest or the baddest but she hustles her way and she probably her and CT could have won this challenge maybe but we couldn't even see because she was just on the sidelines and they gave her like those badass looking shots like of her like just like watching I was like 
Yes, big T. What went through my mind, okay, we all know it's no secret, it is Leroy's last season. So, of course, Cam wants to be, you know, the supportive girlfriend, but, like, it's a million dollars on the line. Yes, I get that they're a boyfriend and girlfriend, I get that they're gonna have a future together, but when that comes down to the finale, are you just gonna give it up? Are you just gonna let Leroy take it? Because if CT and Cam go to the finals together, is she just gonna sabotage it so then Leroy wins? Like, it kind of made me mad. Like, I... I don't even know what to say. I was extremely disappointed in absolutely everyone's performance aside from CT, Gabby, Corey, and Leroy and Casey. And even even TJ called it out of how disappointed he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I know that Fessy was like throwing it, I guess, quote unquote, which we'll get into later. But like, it's just... I mean, why would you not want to try to protect your gold school? I know that he wanted to be stolen and it worked out for him later in the episode. Spoiler alert, I guess. But like everyone else, it didn't make sense. Anissa, I was pretty shocked. Like why was she wasn't really throwing it down very quickly? And maybe because she said she knew that he was going to throw it or he seemed like he wasn't able to put anything down. But it's like, I feel like still like, why would you not be pushing to try and get that gold skull like kept for yourself? It doesn't really make sense to me. And Anissa called him out. Go, Anissa, for doing that. She literally said, you are the worst actor here. Good for her for calling that out. Yeah, he sucks. Fessy just sucks overall. I'm happy they haven't given him very much screen time recently. He had a lot of screen time in the beginning of the season. But thank God we had a little bit of a break. And then now that there's only like 10 people left, he's getting some screen time again. And let me just say, I think this would have been such an amazing challenge. I think this actually would have been an epic challenge. There were so many different parts to it. There was digging. There was combinations. There was math involved. If everybody put their A game and everybody tried for the uh, to win, I think this would have been one of the most amazing challenges if everyone tried because there were so many steps. You really never know who could have won, but it was a clear, clear winner that Leroy and Casey were going to win. And let me say this. I am not here for the editing. I am not here for the editing. (laughs) I said this last episode. I don't know if you guys remember. I said that there's so much foreshadowing in this season. Way too much foreshadowing. It's annoying. And I remember last, (laughs) last episode, they had a segment with... Leroy and Casey, they were working out and they had this segment and Leroy was like, yeah, I'm really happy you're you're my partner. Like, we don't have to communicate much, but we just get it. And there was that segment and I'm like, why would they have that segment unless if it wasn't foreshadowing that they were going to win? And didn't you say that in the last episode, I feel like? Yeah, I literally said the foreshadowing makes me believe that Leroy and Casey are going to win because why would they put that segment in? And I just know from the editing that there's so much foreshadowing foreshadowing. I mean, this whole season has been a little bit whack. I was really, I mean, it's a pretty good season. It's my first season watching live. I've seen other seasons like binge watching. I don't really know. I mean, like I was really only in it for Natalie in the beginning, but unfortunately she got kicked out or she left really early on. But like, I'm kind of underwhelmed now. I'm like, at this point, it's like, like, especially this episode, this episode was so underwhelming. I felt like I was like, if it was like snow day vibes, you know, like when, when you have like nothing to do, (laughs) it's like everything was just like, so like, just like not as intense as it was. And this challenge was like a horror movie. Like it should have been like intense vibes. It wasn't, it was just was not at all. It was so disappointing and oh, it was very underwhelming because I'm not even kidding. Last episode, they made it seem like this challenge was going to be amazing. And honestly, it could have had potential to be really good competition, but everyone gave up. They were all like, oh yeah, I feel safe if Casey and Lee were like, do 
do you not remember you were competing for a million dollars? Like, are you just going to yeah. give up in the f- final? Like, you were preparing for the final. There are going to be, I guarantee right now, there's going to be an eating challenge in the in the final. There's going to mm-hmm. be a time where they're going to have to, you know, stay up for 10 hours. Like, they're just giving up at this point. And I'm like, are you going to do that in the final? Yeah. No, they're not going to. But... It was just kind of surprising me the way this turned out. But so after this challenge finished, uh, we move on and we see that Fessy is just over it. Fessy was trashing Anissa this entire time. And I felt bad because I like Anissa. I listen to her podcast where they talk about the challenge as well. But like people are mean to her. Poor Anissa. She was like crying about it. I felt really bad. And like you said, looking back at this, Anissa watching this, that's got to be heartbreaking for her. I cannot imagine watching this back and seeing everyone talking about how they don't want me as a partner. That's way worse than what happened to Big T last week. Like, 10 times worse than that. It's terrible to watch. Well, because last last week with CT and Big T, they were straightforward with it. You know, it was very out in the open. This mm. is like everyone's talking about Anissa behind her back. So that is way... It's. I would rather have someone stab me in the front than stab me in the back. 100%. Like, For I'd sure. rather someone be very straight up and tell me honestly. Fessy's he's so fake and he's not even good at it. He's not even good at being fake. He... We said this from the beginning. Like, Fessy from the beginning of Big Brother, he sucked. Oh, yeah. Terrible game player. Sucks. So that's why when I started watching the challenge and they, like, were editing him to be, like, this big beast that everyone was scared of, like, what? He, he like, maybe because it's a physical challenge-based show, but, like, socially and politically and strategically, he's terrible. Horrible. Horrendous. What? Like... Just like the way he's like, and he was like such a terrible actor. Anise talked about how he was such a terrible, like she could tell he was throwing it. But yeah, fe- I, and it's not even just Fessy talking about Anissa. It was everyone. No, even when they got to switch partners, nobody wanted Anissa. Nobody wanted Anissa. Nobody. And I felt bad. I, I <laughs> Like I said, no one wants to be last pick, even for freaking dodgeball. No one wants to be picked. No one wants to be last pick. No one wants to be that person that nobody else wants. Yeah. And like just going back to it, I think this episode was so boring because it kind of gave me like BB-22 vibes when everyone like tried to like go with the whole house, you know? Yeah, That's kind of what I everyone agree. was doing in this episode. Like everyone was like kind of throwing it because everyone kind of had the consensus that they wanted to throw Gabby and Nani in there to an elimination, regardless if Gabby won, she was throwing herself in there. Like everyone said they're going to vote for Gabby, they're going to vote, like they'll throw Nani down there. Everyone had that consensus, it seemed like. So... The skull people didn't care because they didn't want to do anything else. And then the people who didn't have their skulls and were eligible, Gabby and Nani, were just like, yeah, just we're the only two choices. And it kind of surprised me. I feel like there should be like an extra level of strategy. Why would you not try to just get someone out who already has a skull and then maybe even further blocks another person out from getting a skull? It doesn't make any sense to me personally. I get it because everyone wants to protect their skull. So obviously they don't want to lose their skull. So they're going to put in the two people that don't have a skull that are eligible. Big T wasn't eligible to go in. So I... I kind of knew from the beginning there's two people that don't have a skull. There's still one skull left. It makes sense for the house to just vote them in because everyone wants to keep their skull. So I get it. So from the jump, I think we both knew either if it was a house vote or they were going to throw each other down, it was going to be Gabby versus Nani. Yeah, but... I don't really, yeah. I mean, it really didn't make, I mean, it made sense in a way, but like, that's, I think, why this episode felt so underwhelming. But then after that whole Fessy Anissa thing, Nani was comforting Anissa because Anissa was crying about how she felt like that someone was going to leave her. And Anissa was straight up like, I know you're going to try to take him. And Nani didn't really outright say she wasn't going to. She just like continued to comfort Anissa, um, 
during their conversation. Um, but after that, we moved into them talking about the Fessy and Gabby relationship. And it's interesting because he has been all over Gabby of recently, but with Tori, he was all over her in the beginning of the season when she was still engaged. Like we all know now in hindsight, after the season has aired that following the filming of the season, she broke up with her fiance, but at the time she was engaged and she was like, no, I'm not into this. But like they cut back to it. They alluded to it. And Darrell, I think, I believe it was Darrell. Darrell said that right after the filming is done, not that Fessy would go with Gabby, but that Fessy would go to Mexico with Tori. And what did they do? Allegedly, it was rumored a few months ago that they went to Turks and Caicos together, which is crazy that they even said that. Yeah, I actually, I, I can't remember if it was Jarrell or Corey, but I remember Corey was there saying, who are you going to choose? Are you going to choose Gabby? Or he's had a crush on Tori for apparently since last season and he's physically attracted to her. She thinks that now he thinks he has a big head. He has options. And spoiler alert, at the end of the episode, Gabby was like, I'll see you Fessy after this. I, I don't think that's where they stand right now. But yeah, in hindsight, uh, Tori broke up with this, her fiance, Jordan, which they both came from the challenge. I was really... I don't know. You don't see many challenge couples besides right now, Kara and Polly. So I was excited to see another challenge couple. And unfortunately, that didn't work out for them. But I guess we might have to see Fessy in future seasons. Maybe there's a season with Gabby on it. Maybe there's a season with Tori on it. I don't know. Maybe something could brew. Maybe. I mean, maybe they'll like do like a love triangle storyline, something because it seems like that's what they were like kind of like nodding towards. But it is interesting because you never know what's mm-hmm. going to happen outside the challenge. But it, it is kind of crazy. I feel bad for Gabby because she did say like that she'll see Fessy. That was like her final words is that she'll see Fessy outside of this house. But like we know now that he's he's with Tori in Turks and Caicos. So poor Gabby, because I liked her. <laughs> I did, too. I, I actually had nothing negative to say about her personally i i liked her as a person the only thing is she should have went down when amber mm-hmm. when she had the chance against amber m because she would have gotten that skull yeah i literally i don't want to downplay amber m but gabby would have gotten that skull if she were against amber m i she would have still been in the challenge yeah. yeah i think that sucks to look at it in hindsight and Apparently, she was super scared. She didn't want to go down because she didn't want to go into a headbanger and she was just nervous about it. But it, it does suck because, I mean, I think it's like a, people called it a rookie mistake. She is new to, to this kind of world. She came from a show like Love Island. So, I mean, it makes sense why she did that. I think I personally might have done the same thing that she did because, like, it's scary. You don't want to go into something like that when you don't know your full abilities. So, I mean, it, it makes sense as to why she did that. And I guess, obviously, now, if you were to ask her, I bet she would say that she would have gone down into that hall brawl against Amber. So, it's easy to say that watching as a viewer, but I bet when you're in there, first person, like, having taken the decision either go home or maybe have a chance later, it's hard to make that choice, I bet. Honestly, I feel like this, she talked that she'd regrets it it's gonna be one of the biggest regrets on her challenge season and i don't i don't know maybe we'll see her in the future maybe we won't i'm not really sure how many of these rookies we'll see back amber b amber m where are we gonna ever see them again uh probably not lolo i don't know i feel like unfortunately i feel like unfortunately we we will see amber b again I feel like we probably might see Amber M again. I think Gabby might come back. Natalie, a hundred percent, because TJ said when she was leaving, I hope so. We will see you again. I would. I watch her on season thirty-seven. Regardless, 
but there was no deliberation this episode <laughs> like literally took five minutes literally five minutes they just sat there they kind of just were like in a consensus gabby was like everyone vote for me gabby voted for herself interestingly cam smart enough she was able to predict that the chance of a security breach going in she didn't want anyone pulling any any fast moves on her so when they went into voting instead of voting for um for for gabby she voted for nani she knew that there was a chance that there could be another double elimination and she knows that leroy is not putting her in there right so it was really an interesting move and a smart move that i saw her make to, to, to cover all her, it's similar in Survivor how people split the votes in case someone plays an idol. You saw how she she right. split the vote in case there was a double elimination, which was really smart on her part. Honestly, I did not even see that at all. Like when you mentioned that, I was like, oh my, I, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Maybe I just thought everyone's just going to go with Gabby, period. But yeah, that is, I mean, it's getting down to the wire. So I think it was a strategic part. I mean, obviously that's not what happened, but you never know with this game. It's so, it's so smart. And Cam is just really one of the most iconic players. I agree. In the season. I know she's a new, newer, she's maybe she's newer, but she like, she only started what, around season 30, 31. Oh yeah. She's amazing. I mean, like, she like she's a beast and the fact that she is just able to think she's thinking a million steps ahead of all these people and she is she was working with both sides of the house the entire time she's working with both the big brother alliance and the i guess og alliance if you'll say with like ct and devin those people she was playing both sides she was playing it brilliantly because her boyfriend leroy was with casey was with the big brother alliance while she was partnered with kyle for most of the time and they were partnered with the other side of the house and she was positioned perfectly in the middle she played the the because obviously the game is always changing but the format and the game of the challenge rebel agents up to this point she has played the most brilliant game out of anyone i completely agree and on the other hand i i'm not i think her gameplay was a phenomenal but on the other hand at looking from other house guests why would they want to keep a power couple in the game i don't get it i don't get it yeah they have to go down they have to get their skulls and both of them came back but why was there not a bigger push to get at least one of them out because obviously you see in this episode cam didn't even try and she was helping leroy with the math portion she was helping leroy and casey out she didn't even try she basically gave up and i just wonder why she she knew that she she knew that they could win Right, but I just don't understand from other house guests, why would you just let them steamroll the game? Like, I get that they're in alliance. Why would you not have a bigger push to get at least one of them out? Because that is the power couple that is running. I'm surprised someone like CT or Darrell, I mean, Darrell hasn't really had much input at all, but why did they not try to get rid of one of them? Why was there not a bigger push? (laughs) The only people that ever tried to get them out was was Fessy and Anissa, but they threw them down when they knew it was going to be a guy's day anyways. Right. So it didn't really even matter. Um, I mean, and who else? Who threw down when it was Cam versus Ashley? Who threw them down? Do you remember? It was, oh, we know, Jay and Teresa. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Jay and Teresa were the only ones... Making power moves! Exactly, and that's why I love them. I love Teresa. I thought she was problematic in the most perfect way. <laughs> I was cheering for her, and then she gets cut. It's, it makes me so mad because Cam is just—it's that's how good Cam is. She she is called Killer Cam for a reason. She went in there, she got her gold skull, and then she turned the entire challenge house against her. 
and then Jay went home the next week, and then Teresa went home the next week right after that. It's crazy. It's crazy to watch. But, like, you think, like, you see that in Big Brother where you see someone clearly, clearly making, calling all the shots. They're playing a phenomenal game, and people in Big Brother, they're like, well, that's a huge threat. We need to get them out. But in the challenge, there's a power couple that is steamrolling. Why did no one see that and try to get rid of that? I don't get it. They're just so, uh, I mean, like, it's like they're like a mob or like the mafia or something like that. It's like once people tried <sighs> to come for her, she made a, a, a message out of out of Jay and, and Teresa. She made she made an example out of them. She said, you try to come for me, you go home. And that's exactly what happened. So people are terrified. I'd be terrified of her. Like the way that she's playing this game and now everyone wants her. So none of the guys want her out and none of the girls left are really even like brave enough to try and go after her because Anissa is friends with her. I feel like Nani's best friends with her. It seems like she said that like like that they have her back to throw Mm -hmm. her in. So it's like Big T's not going to be going after Cam. (laughs) Gabby was not going to be going after Cam. So who, who's, no one's going after her. The guys want to be with her at the end. The girls are too scared to go after her. So she's, uh, she's chilling to the final. All she has to do is wait until the final and and prepare to win. That's literally all she has to do because I don't see anyone trying to go, go for her at this point. Yeah. I think it's brilliant on Cam's part and I think it is stupid on everybody else who is playing the challenge period. Yeah. All right. So back to the episode, we saw Nani versus Gabby. And it was, it was good. I was honestly kept on the edge of my seat because... Me too! Besides the boring episode, it was a really good elimination. And it's hard because I might have a different perspective because I am a new viewer. I, I love Nani. I'd seen her on World of the Worlds and I was a fan of her there and I've been a fan of her so far on this season. But I was cheering for Gabby. I love an underdog. But also at the same time, Nani was under... They were both underdogs. So it's like, I didn't know who to cheer for. Like when, when Gabby got that first point, I was like, yes, Gabby. Like I want, Gabby was so close to winning. And then Nani got hers. I was like, yes, Nani. I, like, I was like, who do I root, root for in this final round? I did not know who I wanted to win. It genuinely seemed like an even playing field. It, mm-hmm. it really did. And oh my gosh, basically that last ring determined who won and oh my god i saw the fight in nani she wanted it so bad and i've seen nani yes she's gone on a losing streak for a long time but like from watching nani from the longest time i am a huge (laughs) nani fan i don't care what anybody says that is just my opinion i am a huge nani fan i really wanted her to go to the final i know how bad she wants it and she put in that effort towards that elimination that very last ring when i when it counted yes she got the second ring but when that counted she mm-hmm. turned it up and she killed it she killed it yeah and she did and it, it was crazy because the first two were pretty evenly contested but then that third one it was so fast gabby couldn't even really hold her like Cause I guess, cause I mean, it's the same thing. And I see now why people are always so big on rookie and veterans, like those statuses, because Gabby had less, I guess, less to lose than Nani did. Nani, it was, I guess Nani had nothing left to lose. She always was losing. So Nani had so much more to gain than Gabby did. So Nani, she had felt that pain in losing constantly for the past few seasons, every single time. She said she hasn't felt it in like 10 years, a win. So it's crazy because to see that emotion, it was insane. Because physically, they were even. I feel like maybe even Gabby had a, had a higher uh, a leg up on Nani. But this kind of thing was a, a grit and like an, an emotion and a passion challenge. And to see Nani come out on top like that was really it was fun to watch. But I, I also wanted Gabby to win, so it was also <laughs> hard to watch when when Nani ended up winning. Honestly, 
I know I I feel like this is a really unpopular opinion. I think Nani is underrated. I really do and that's why I'm such a big Nani fan, but a lot of people don't think that she does anything. I actually think she's a really good competitor. Do I think that she might win? I don't know, but I actually think she pulls her weight in a partnership. I really I really think she pulls her yeah. weight and she's not, you know, quote unquote dead weight. Yeah, cuz you saw Fessy was excited to be her partner. He was like, "Please, oh, please yes. take me." Yeah. So I mean, I love her. I think besides Cam, she might be the second biggest girl threat at the moment. Um, Casey. Casey also, but uh, Casey's kind of relevant. I don't know. <laughs> like, Casey, okay, I, I love, she's boring. Same with <laughs> Big Brother 20. I'm watching, yes. I'm rewatching Big Brother 20 right now. Boring. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, as a competitor, yes, she's amazing. But do I want to see her on my screen? Honestly, no. Really. I don't want to see her on my screen because I don't see her. And when I do, it's blah. <laughs> The only time she was on our screen with a confessional was in the last episode where she talked about how she doesn't have to talk. That's literally what she's, that's all she did. (laughs) That's the only storyline she has that she doesn't have to talk and she can win. I mean, and she, she won big brother 20. So obviously, and she's, she's winning a lot. She's the, her and Leroy are the most winning pair in this season so far. So, I mean, I guess it's working, but it's like as a reality TV show, I'm bored. I, 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 I want, give me more. Like she's not really giving me very much, you know? Like Nani gives me that that like underdog scrappy like she yes. wants it. Cam gives me that like queen like dominant like boss shit. Big T gives me that like like cute fun awesome like. What does Casey give me? Good at challenges. I know. Can eat testicles. <laughs> like. Like Can I, eat testicles. Like that's. <laughs> I don't know. That's just that's just how I feel. I don't want to be mean. I mean, like whatever. But like, who cares? Like that's just that's personally how I feel. <laughs> and let's talk about that steal. I mean, I kind of saw it coming. I mean, honestly, I thought I think we maybe. All saw it coming. Actually, I I don't know because I could very well see her stealing CT. I could very well see her stealing Darrell because I mean they have been on so many challenges. They have that history. That's true. It didn't surprise me because of the foreshadowing with her talking to Anissa. The foreshadowing ruins yeah. it. Yeah. Once again, the damn foreshadowing. They need to chill the hell out with this. They need to chill the damn out with this foreshadowing. Because, like, otherwise I would have, like, as I just said, it wasn't really a shock to me. But that's because they were foreshadowing it. Otherwise, I would have been up in the air of who she was going to pick. But they didn't really give us anything to, who like, Who is editing? Because about. they need to be fired. Like, literally, I will write an email saying that this is not okay. They really care what a couple college students care about their editing. <laughs> but if Fessy was happy, I mean, honestly, Anissa, she, I think she took it very well. Because, let's be real, who isn't going to steal Fessy? I mean, yeah, Fessy's Fessy, but as a competitor, I don't know. I mean... Uh, I don't know, but like I think she saw it yeah, coming. Totally like knew. Fessy was eventually gonna mm-hmm. get stolen. And that's and honestly, that's the beauty of the game. That's why I love this twist because you never know who's gonna be your partner, and you have to adjust. You have to adapt. Just like CT said, he's really not working well with Cam, and we see a preview for next episode, and they're not working well together together either. And once again, I felt so bad for Anissa because. Kyle clearly did not want her as a partner. He was like, and he didn't even try. He didn't even pretend to like be like, yeah, partner. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Like, I feel like just a blank face. So upset. Oh my god, his face was so fun. I I genuinely felt bad. I felt bad for Anissa, but honestly, it was so funny to watch as a viewer because. Honestly, Kyle mm-hmm. gives off so much energy <laughs> to see him completely dead in his track was 
so funny to watch. Like he had no expression. Even Anissa was excited. She was like, yeah, new partner. Oh my God, his face. So funny. I love Kyle. Like literally, I think he carries the confessionals. I think he's just a funny person to watch. I sure. I want to see Kyle on my screen. Okay, so moving past those, those steals, we get a new partnership between Corey and Big T, and I am terrified because- Is this foreshadowing? Is this foreshadowing? They keep mentioning the Corey curse. They keep mentioning it. And I <laughs> I, I can't handle it if Big T goes home in the next episode. I, I won't be able to handle it. I'm gonna have to take a break. You're gonna have to do this podcast on your own. I won't be able to come in because- <laughs> A solo. A solo. You, you're gonna have to get a guest co-host for that episode because I, I will cry <laughs> into this microphone if Big T goes home. Because okay, they've, they've, I think this is his seventh partner. Like what? Six, seventh? Like what? People have been it's together crazy. the entire time. I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. Like you look at partnerships like Leroy and Casey, who and Fessy and Nisa and Amber and Darrell, who've been together almost the entire game. Same with like yep. Cam and Kyle. I know they're not together anymore, but they're both still in, and they they kind of. I think they're foreshadowing that they're going to get back together at one point, but. How does he just keep getting all these partners that keep going home so consistently and they keep talking about the Corey curse, the Corey curse, the Corey curse. And now my favorite Big T is with him. And we already know Big T is not the biggest challenge threat. She's won two daily challenges, but that was alongside Big T. I mean, one of those she kind of won by herself and then the other one CT kind of won by herself. So it's a little bit even. She has a, basically a, a solo daily challenge win. She deserves it. Like she could stay in and I want her to win so bad and I want her to win. I, I she, especially for that terrible season last time where she got, got eliminated by a DQ with her big toe injury. I want to see her win so bad. I think she right. deserves it. I think she can do it. I think she can give us that underdog victory that we've been wanting for so long. But I think moving into our predictions, I'm scared that Big T will be going home in the next episode. Well, it's going to be a guy's day, but I see, I know what you're saying. Are there any rogue men? Are there any rogue men? Oh, I mean, you're right. It it could. We don't know for sure. You're right. You're right. You know what I've been wanting a little bit? And I said this like very early on. I haven't said it since because it hasn't happened. I want like a partner elimination. Why aren't they doing that? I don't get it. I think that That'd, could very well kind of happen iconic. soon. I don't know, because right now it's like there's five skulls for the girls, five skulls for the guys. So I don't see a partner. I don't know. You never know. Like, a partner elimination, especially because like now all the skulls are taken, it's a different kind of game now. You know what I mean? Right. So I would love to see a partner elimination. Because like, why, are you, why do you even have a partner? I feel like, because I mean... Maybe just because I've only seen War of the Worlds where the majority of it was all partners all the time until they went solo and everything was partners like daily challenge and eliminations. So the fact that they just don't have that is kind of weird to me. I don't know. I think Cam, I mean, I'm saying this right now, Cam will make it to the final. It's not even a question. Cam will make it to the final. I think CT too. Nobody's gonna go on against CT. No one's gonna want to go against Fessy. There's just certain people that you just don't want to see in the elimination, and that's almost a that's a benefit for them because you don't want to go against them. I mean, granted, the double agents can throw anyone down, so really you don't know. But at the same time, Who, who's gonna throw Cam in there? I can't imagine anyone throwing Cam in there. Could you name a single person in the house that would be that would have the balls to throw Cam in there right now? You never know. I mean, it is the power of the double agents. They have ev- all the say in it. I mean, that's true, but I don't know. I think she set herself she set herself up very well. We had a whole eight minute segment, I guess, talking about how awesome Cam is. But I don't. I don't know. I think she. I think it's like she's confirmed. I don't. I don't know if she'll win. I. 
She's never won before. She's probably made it to the final a few times. She's never won. I want to see Cam in the final. I don't know if she's going to win. That's just my thoughts. Because um, we saw in the mini final, she didn't perform very well mm-hmm. in that episode. Um, the one where she eventually went in to get her gold skull, but she she didn't do very well in that big endurance final. So she might be good in these like dailies. She says she even won a daily challenge. I don't even know. But po- politically, she's good. The ch- I mean, in eliminations, obviously, no one can argue with her record. But besides that, um. I don't know how she'll do in a final. <gasps> Sorry, I just I just came up with something on the spot. My prediction, honestly, Kyle is not happy. And, I, like, you don't know. It could be a girl's elimination, could be a guy's elimination. But, honestly, does, does Kyle want to stay with Anissa? No. Will Kyle potentially say, hey, throw me in? Yeah, it's risky. It's very risky. But that's the only way to get away from your partner because let's be real no one's going to steal Anissa I hate to say it but no one's going to steal Anissa <laughs> so is there going to be for like is this a foreshadow that Kyle is going to go in potentially lose or get his or save his gold skull and then switch to another get Cam back he could very well do that, that it's risky it's very risky though I feel like out of anyone that might go down into an elimination with their gold skull it will be Kyle and Anissa. Because they're both kind of looked at as, like, the weaker people of the skulls. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, like, who would you say is the weakest girl with a skull right now? Probably, definitely Anissa. Yes. Who would you say is the weakest guy? Who who would you say is the weakest guy? I'd say Kyle. Oh, 100%. I, actually, I would say Kyle. So, For the girls, honestly, the only reason Amber B got that skull was because she was against Amber M. But I do see... I guess that's I true. do see Anissa <laughs> as kind of the less of a physical threat, not good at endurance. Um, I could very well see Anissa going into elimination. I could very well see Kyle yeah. going in. I don't know. That's just my predictions. Especially next week because we don't know if it's going to be a guy or a girl or a partner or whatever it's going to be. It's very I risky. Could see people, I could see people wanting to put her down in case they get put down so that they have an easy person to beat, whether it's a guy or a girl's day. I don't know. So it's going to be crucial to win that daily challenge because you are mm-hmm. safe. And really, your safety is not guaranteed unless you're that double agent. So, And we're getting down to it. If they're running these, if they're running the final in, like, pairs they're like how many people usually usually like only like three or four people or like it, it, honestly sometimes six people run a final right when it's like people so the fact that there's six teams left when is it gonna be there could be a twist final? Final i could very well see a twist going on where they maybe have a per i don't know maybe they have a purge i have no idea i could very well see a twist coming so on you think they'll go solo you think there's a chance they'll go solo or you think they'll run the finals as pairs i don't know I don't know. I It's double agents, so I would think that maybe they'll do it like they did with Ashley and Hunter, where it's like they do, they run the final as when pairs. When they steal the money. Yes, and then whoever has the higher up uh, could steal the money or split it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps up our challenge episode 13 recap and review. Let us know what you thought about this episode and what your predictions are for the future. We have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you are liking what we made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much. 
All right, so you guys can find me on TikTok at lolathe and Champagne at All Things Reality. If you guys have any requests, comments, or concerns, you guys can shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next week with another challenge episode recap. Thank you.